Hello, this is Cinema Chad. Cinema Chad is the podcast where we talk to talk about the movies and the people that made them. And uh, this is David Heath. I am your humble host, and and today I'm definitely talking about two people that uh, were responsible for making a movie. And this is a, a unique movie. Um, it was. Um, it's called 350 Days, and I'd like to welcome to the program uh, <clears throat> Evan Ginsberg, who is a producer of the of the of the film, and uh, and Darren Atola, who is the creator uh, of the film. Uh, welcome, gentlemen, to the show. Is that, is that right? 
that, that's correct. And I'll tell you why it took so long. Is uh, a friend of mine, David Wilkins, who I uh, just want to give a lot of respect to, uh, he got injured in a car accident. He was supposed to put up all the money for the film, and he, he ran out because he got into a car crash. He went to his pension, took his last money out to finance this movie to make it happen. And between the financing and making changes to the film, more stock photographs, more footage, there was a lot of changes. I didn't want to just put, I could have done this in three years, but it wouldn't be as, as good as it is right now. So I wanted to make sure it was to where our expectations were. That's what took long. Yeah, and which show, uh, who, did, who did, did you do all the interviewing or did you did you part of it or? How no, I, I, did a lot, I did a lot of the interviewing. Um, I, I had a friend of mine, Fulvio Cicero, who was a director. He did some of it to his crew in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a lot, he was a director, but I, I, I did a lot of the interviews, like in Florida, New Jersey, I just didn't do anything in Canada and in California, but I did most of them. Right, and was, was there a, a wrestler that in particular, you don't have to answer this obviously, but was there one in particular that really uh, was super happy that you, you approached them with a the project? Oh yeah, Jimmy Superfly Snooker was really, really uh, into it from day one. You know, he doesn't say a lot of words, he just says a couple of words, but I could just tell at his house about a month before when I asked him about it, I could tell how excited he was and how passionate he was about the project. I mean, uh, when I went to his house to film, like, he was dressed for the moment, and you could just see it in his eyes, he was, he, he was all over, he loved it. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's an amazing, uh, you know, I'm going to ask you a, a, a tough question here, actually. I'm wondering... Were there any wrestlers that gave you pushback and said, uh, oh, no, you know, I'm, I'm not talking to you? Um, were, were there any in particular? Not really. No, I mean, uh, pretty much we, we got everybody that we approached. We just were in the negotiations with Rob Roddy Piper, and it didn't work out because, uh, you know, he passed away shortly after. But, but nobody gave any pushback. I mean, uh, I, I've had people like Tito Santana, who's a school teacher, an intelligent guy, who's, wow, I think you guys are onto something. This is really going to be special. This is great. And, uh, and now, Evan, let me ask you a question. What what was your what was your thought process when you were approached with this this uh, idea for a project? Uh, uh, considering you uh, were an ex- a producer on the on the wrestler film, which was no small film, um, you know, uh, the, what what were your uh, thoughts and expectations when you when you were approached with the subject? Well, I saw that the team we, we were all on the same page. Let's do a quality film from the heart. You know, we, we have in the wrestling business uh, what's called the shoot interview, where basically you put some guy in a chair for two hours, point a camera at his head, and you know, who was the booker in Chattanooga in 1972? And that wasn't what we were shooting for. What we were shooting for, and when we, when we brought on board editor Michael Burlingame, who's worked with Mariah Carey and Paul McCartney and Sting and Don Cook and Mellencamp and all these people, he wasn't a wrestling guy. He was a legitimate filmmaker and editor and I said, Mike, let's make a movie where an 80-year-old woman who never watched wrestling would cry. Let's let's make a film where he didn't know the main event guys from the preliminary guys. He didn't know one from another. So he was picking out the most poignant, passionate, powerful, comical, you know, moments and he pieced together from I would say, uh, you know, 80 or 90 hours of footage, an hour 48, you know, that, that just is moving, and, and, and that's what we were shooting for. You have to understand, you're on the road 350 days a year, sex, drugs, rock and roll, but you're not there for your kid's graduation, you're not there for your kid's birth, you're not there for your kid's wedding, you're, you're, not, you're just not there, you're not there, and that's what we wanted to capture more so than a, a pro wrestling movie. What, what's it like 
and he's talking about that very emotionally in the film. You do not have to be a wrestling fan to appreciate this film. No, you, no, you really don't. And, and of course, I knew all the names that you, you had interviewed. I, maybe one escaped me, but, but I, had, I had heard all of the names, and it was a just absolutely incredible uh, because you got you got people that were, um, you know, the, the more small time, and then you got people that were big time. Right, and Brett the Hitman Hart. I mean, that, that's that's a real. It was a really good interview, and I felt like he was very forthcoming. And as were all the wrestlers were were, were forthcoming. And I I just thought it was just absolutely incredible to watch. And and thank um, you so much. Thank you. So. We 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 realized that the cream rises to the top. Uh, Greg. Um, Were there were there people that you talked to? Were there anybody that 
Was there anyone that, that didn't have to work that hard? Uh, maybe 300 days or something like that? What, what, what? Greg, Greg Valentine said to me at his peak, he was a pop pop star, he, he guesstimated he did about 320 days. <laughs> so not, 350 days would be more the, you know, the world heavyweight champion, like the Bret Hart, you know. Uh-huh. But the, the, the numbers were legitimate. I mean, yeah, obviously there's also weekend warriors who never made it as big and didn't work as much. But the top, top stars of the mid-80s, these guys were on the road 350 days. It's insane. They, we used to have a, an event called Starcade that was on Christmas Day. We used to have an event called the Survivor, the Survivor Series they still have on Thanksgiving Day. These guys were away from their family constantly. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. And you, and you, and you had some really good inter- interviews. Yeah, I mean, you interviewed uh, George Animal Steel. I mean, if, if you're a, if you're a, wrestling fan, you'll know these names, you know, Superstar Billy Graham, Tito Santana, uh, Ted DiBiase, who uh, everybody remembers as the Million Dollar Man, and uh, and Brett the Hitman Hart, of course, and uh, and they were open about uh, the uh, about the predetermined nature of wrestling. In back, I remember being a, a kid and a teenager, and it was kind of one of those things where it was kind of like Santa Claus, it, you know, um, you kind of thought maybe there wasn't really a Santa Claus uh, like you had been told, but, you know, uh, maybe there's still, maybe there is, I don't know. That's how I felt when I was a teenager about wrestling, um, you know, was it, was it fake or was it, you know, pre and I think we've all... I can, I can answer that question. Yeah. Uh, the matches are predetermined, there's a booker who basically writes the script, you're going to win, you're going to lose, this is how it's going to happen, approximately how long, etc. so on. However, the wrestlers will tell you, I hate the word fake, my hip replacement wasn't fake, my knee replacement wasn't fake, my three divorces weren't fake, yep. my kids not caught isn't fake, so they don't like the fake word, but uh, that's, that's it in a nutshell. Yeah, that's a really great way to put it. Now, how was the music uh, chosen on this? I noticed a really I'm good variety. Back on Darren handled it. Okay. Yeah, the, the music, Michael Bowling game uh, really helped with the music tremendously. Uh-huh. He, worked, he worked with a lot of bands. He worked with Paul McCartney. He's worked with the Cars. He's worked with a lot of bands. And he really knows music. And um, he, he would cut a segment to the music, and uh, it just seemed to work beautifully. Really, really did a tremendous job with the music. There's all these different Exactly. I, I like the fact that so many so many documentaries have have such generic music, and, and I've noticed that there was a really good music vibe. Some of the music was familiar to me already, but yeah, it, it, the ebbs and flows. Exactly. There were there were moments in this where where the the wrestlers were beaming with with excitement about what they did. They were genuinely proud of what they did, and then there were also moments of you know tears, and and where they're thinking, well, yeah, now there's a price to pay. Uh, for all of that and and that, and that price is maybe I had a broken marriage or maybe you know um, I'm hurting 24 hours a day that kind of thing but um, we, uh, I, I, I'm curious uh, as far as uh, which uh, uh, wrestler um, seemed to be the most regretful uh, of all the ones that you interviewed well uh, really none of them had any regrets uh-huh. I mean uh, they, most of them said they pretty much do it all over again and uh, they love what they did. I mean, Wendy Rickers said it perfect. And she said that, you know, if you love what you do, you won't work a day in your life. And, yeah, uh, yeah so, I mean, uh, they all seem to love it. I, I don't recall anybody 
responsible for was the adultery. They had several addressed that in the film, that, you know, they had guilt. And, uh, you know, uh, that is a major regret, the, the, the adultery. But you're on the road. You're a rock star, basically. You're, you're on TV. You're selling out arenas. You're, you know, a good-looking young guy. You know, it's, uh, so it's, it's the nature of the beast. But um, I would say, if, if I was going to pinpoint one regret in the movie, that's, that's what several of them spoke of. Yeah, and, and uh, there's also some mentions of, of uh, steroids and, and, uh, and, you know, do you have an approximation? Is it close to 100% of people that use steroids back? back? Um, Nikolai Volkov's in the movie. He said he never used a steroid in his life. And That's right, he others, did. Others were very open about it that, uh, you know, again, they were pushing superhero physiques and supervillains and it was almost like comic book characters come to life and bigger bigger is better so uh yeah i would say many of them were on steroids if not the majority and you know, they, they openly discussed that in the film as well yeah yeah well um well the name of the movie is 350 days and and uh, i've been uh <clears throat> i i've just had a really really enjoyable time uh, talking with both of you uh, gentlemen how do we how do we, how does everybody get the get the film I'll tell you it's, uh, you can watch it on Amazon Prime mm-hmm. you can go to 350daysmovie.com and you can buy, buy, watch it right here click on buy movie and it'll take you right to Amazon but that's the best way to do it Amazon Prime or 350daysmovie.com uh, yeah and yeah so so go get it and, and it's not uh, uh, it's 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 definitely worth your time and um, so I have been uh, talking with Darren Antola and with Evan Ginsberg about their, their film 350 Days. And um, anything else you'd like to convey to the people listening here? Yeah, it's basically available worldwide, any major cable system, iTunes, as well as Amazon, um, Tubi. It, 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 pull up our website, 350daysmovie.com. Pull up Facebook, the 350 Days page. It's easy to find. Just Google it, and, uh, you know, if, you, if you're interested, we do appreciate the support. It's a truly independent film. There's no billion-dollar corporation behind it, and uh, we, we appreciate guys like yourself who uh, you know, support independent film and you know, can't thank you enough you know, for taking the time and talking to us. Thanks you so much, David. I really appreciate having us on here. Thanks you so much. Oh, absolutely. I have, and you, you've been listening to Cinema Chat, and Cinema Chat, again, is the podcast where we talk about the movies and the people that made them. And...